Okay, good evening. Is it sunny in here? It will be sunny. It will be sunny. This should brighten up our night and our day. This learning is so unbelievable. Really, you know, I, I, the, the stipler, who was one of the greatest sages of the, of the 20th century, he lived in B'nai Brak for the last part of his life. So he once said that if a person learns the word Chovas Lovavas, and they don't learn the word Chovas Lovavas, duties of the heart, he said, you just see a different world. It's literally, you look at, it's a diff- different trees, different people, different experiences. Everything is different. It's a different life. And the truth is, even I would say, arguably even more than that, Mr. Oshoshan, which is the primary work, if, you, if, you, if we inculcate what we're learning, it's a different world. It's, we're not living on the same planet before and after. So it's a sunnier world. It's a brighter world. It's a more successful world. And if I can say it, it's a more geschmack. You know what geschmack means? You can't translate geschmack. Geschmack is like... Tasty? It's taste, but it's, not, it's like just better in every way. Just, you know, like we run, you know, in the world, she says, this person's like a geschmacky. It's, like, it's a great person. It just makes it geschmack. It's hard to translate. You gotta, you gotta live it. Delicious. Delicious. Yeah, delicious. It's delicious. I, I like it better. Delicious, I'll take the light. Delicious. Geschmack. It's a delicious world. It's like, you know, delicious is just, it's so much better. So we're going to, we're really going to dig into the fourth parak tonight, parak Dalit, which is how we acquire, we had talked about the past couple weeks about, about being contemplative and thinking about uh, life and more importantly about how we're living, what we're doing, the decisions we're making, and that really the ultimate criteria of success starts by living a contemplative life by thinking over what our life is about what our goals are, what's really important, by thinking about the mistakes about mistakes we're making are we making them over and over and even the things that we're doing, could we do better, right, or we're just caught up in our rot, just going through the motions not taking, you know, not get, getting ahead, or just being satisfied and complacent which things that we can do much better and that's how we talked about, so now the Ramchal, Lutzata, is going to talk about how we acquire the Zahiris, and how we acquire this trait of vigilance, which is the beginning, because if you don't have a spark, you don't have a spark, you won't get anywhere. Right? To, to, to advance in life, we need a spark. How do we get that spark? Now, in particular, this applies to all areas of life. But in particular, on a spiritual level, where we're bombarded with everything, you know, when I was I, when, when I was younger, even the there was a, still a semblance of the world, whether it was the media or entertainment or whatever, of pushing family values, pushing decency. Even that's gone today. Forget forget ruchnius, uh, forget levels of spirituality. Even a value of decency, of being wholesome, you know, of being good of being righteous is largely lost in the world today. Uh, and if we don't have that coming from ourselves, we're not going to get it from the outside world. It's not there to, 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 to get. So, in particular, how we can have a spark to advance as people, as holy people, and as Yidin, as Jews. So, Hinei Masha, maybe it's the Adam. 
that brings a person to to zahiras, which is vigilance, vigilance. Who Now you're gonna say you're not in yeshiva anymore. Are you still, are you still in seminary at all? No, I go to an alumni year. You go to alumni year. Okay. You know, yeah. so you're saying, you know, it's not, you know, by ladies, you know, the it's an interesting thing. The Chazon Ish, who is actually the stipler's brother-in-law, the traditional, the traditional bracha that you give uh, 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 a, uh, a, a a boy historically was uh, should be gabel the boy to Torah chupa emaisim tovim. Traditionally, right to Torah, to marriage, and to good deeds. Just men. That was. You just give that bracha to males. Yes. Oh. So hold on. Not done yet. <laughs> and for females, traditionally, you'd say you should be her to a ben Torah. She should marry a ben Torah, a chopa ma'isin tovim. That's really for hundreds of years what parents would you'd say wish to a parent when a child was born. But the Chazanish already decades ago said when you say a girl today, you should say. Torah, Ben Torah, Chopa, Ma'isim, Tovim. Right around the time where Beit Yaakov started, where the Beit Yaakov started. Why is that? Because the Chazanish said it used to be that a girl should be in a Jewish home, in, 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 whether it would be in uh, Krakow or, or Warsaw, in Prague, in Sana, in Casablanca, you know, in, uh, in, in Budapest, wherever it had been, Jerbal. Tunis. Tunis. Jerba is also Tunis, right? Yeah. Right. It's an island. It's, it's a little island, right? That's the old, that's the old you know. Uh, wherever it would have been, a girl would have been in a house, and she would have been absorbed by the environment of Torah. Everything would have around her been Torah. There would be, you know, and she would have Shemayim, and the whole vibe was that. But already, uh, decades ago, the, the, the feeling, this is actually getting to other things, it's not a topic now, is that women need a connection to Torah, not Gemara. The Torah, right? The things which are pertinent to their lives, things which which are germane to their lives, and because Torah reminds us what life is all about, right? And therefore, we need we, we it's so easy. So historically, girls always learned halachas, right? Of what which germane to them. Musar would also there be learn the parsha, but even today, you know, what girls learn today is they learn chumash be and they learn, you know, yeah, and that's good. And but because you know, even when you you, know, you can learn the Parsha's Vayechi. You can learn about a part of the Parsha which doesn't even relate to your day in day out life, but it's reminding you what life is about. Right? Not only on a, on a spiritual level, but Torah is reminding, whenever a person studies Torah, reminding, what are we doing here for? What are we, what are, what's it all about? Why are we here? Right? Everything about Torah, certainly the parts that tell us how to live, are that. So the first thing that to lead us to think about life, a contemplative life, to think about our own lives. Think about each one of it, because listen. At the end of the day, ladies, you're all you're all, you're all great for coming here tonight. Mm-hmm. Now, seriously, I, I, I t- don't take it lightly. So Wednesday night, you can be doing a lot of things with your time. You chose to come to a class on, on Musar to invest. You know, so people tell me they're tired sometimes, or they have family obligations. They're probably all true, but you know, if you push yourself, sometimes it could work out. You caught, you came here, but you know what? After 120 years, we're all on our own, right? Whether we made the most of our lives or not. Right? It's up to us. Right? It's up to us to do it. So when you're sitting, even you're thir- you, you learn Torah, you start thinking about what life's about. Right? You're, you're investing 
time into something which is important, which something which is valuable. So Torah and Torah study reminds a person what we're doing and why we're here in this world. Uman Sha'amar Rabbi Pinchas is Rabbi Pinchas, who is the son-in-law of Rabbi Shun Baruchai. Rabbi Shun Baruchai was the author of the Zohar. Who, who is his Rabbi, Rabbi Shun Baruchai? No. Who would you say, Rabbi Eliezer? Uh, his son. Uh, was his son. Who was it? Rabbi Eliezer was his Rabbi's Rabbi, actually. Rabbi Eliezer Hercules. Rabbi Akiva? Rabbi Akiva. Right, Rabbi the five great students of Rabbi Akiva. So Rabbi Pinchas Benyar was the son-in-law of Rabbi Shemberichai. And again, the Brayza talks about this, this path of striving for spiritual greatness. So with Chilat Sabrayza, says, Torah, the whole the whole path starts with Torah. Torah mevi'eli dezehiris. Torah starts to become a person, to become vigilant. Amadach prahamele zehu is spooniness, but in particular, what leads a person to be vigilant and to have that spark is choymer ahispooniness al choymer ha'avoida. In particular, to think about the the path, what we need to do, the the and the seriousness of it. You know to. The seriousness, the importance of what we need to do. Where a person's obligated in. You know, sometimes you, you start a new job, you build a business, you start a, a transition like marriage, you better know what you're getting into. <laughs> you imagine, you know, you wake up, it's, you know, you gotta be, you gotta be ready. You have, you have children, it's children, you have nine months to get to repair, right? right you get, but you better be ready. You gotta be ready. You have to know, and you have to know that there's consequences. We, I, I can't tell you how many times in the past month um, I've had people uh, in my office and I had to tell them there are consequences to actions. And I just had to say, you know, you, you make decisions and those decisions have consequences. Right? There are consequences to actions. Now, some, now and Hashem is very contest. He allows us to do tshuva. But in, the, in this world... You make a decision, you make a business decision, you make a marriage decision, you make sometimes religious decisions, they're very hard to go back on, right? But you get locked in, and, and, or you fall down a path, and it's just very hard, right? There are consequences. Well, the ultimate consequence in life is, did you live the right life? <laughs> did you live the right life? You know, you live once. You're here once, right? There's, there's, there's importance to it. I, are you, did you waste the opportunity? Did you utilize it? When a person thinks about it, when a person learns, you learn whether it's the Torah, Parshas of Echi, so much here, you know, so much here. You know, if you're thinking about you have some free time, Shabbos, we should buy Echi. You learn this week's Parsha. Yaakov, Yaakov, who's compared to Adam Rishon before the sin, is parting message to his children. Right, the last. Giving the Shvatim their blessings, his last thing with his sons around him. I mean, there's so much here, right? You think about what the Torah is telling us, specifically the the works, the holy works. When you, you know, I, 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 uh, uh, I, I remember Beryl Wine, one of his books, he said he's with one of his teachers. Uh, and he said that he was, his teachers were holding a secular book, whatever the book may have been. And it, the, the, he, he asked the, te- the teacher, uh, can I ha- carry your svarim? So he said, these are books. There's svarim and there's books. Books are important. You need to know math. You need to know science. It's good to know history. I'm, I like history, right? right? 
but there's Svarim and there's books. Right? Svarim, you can read a hundred thousand books about math. You know, you know, you're not going to make you a holy Jew. <laughs> it's not going to. Svarim are kaidish. They sanctify our lives. Now you could see God in science and in history. Right? That's if you already have that, you can put it into science and see Hashem all over the place. Right? And even in math, right? even in music, right? you can see how the, the, the unity of things. But you need to have Kodesh. Right? When, you, when you learn Sifra, when you learn Perki Avas, when you learn the works of the sages, they remind us about how we're supposed to act, what we're supposed to be doing, how we could do better. Now, within this contemplation, there are several levels of inspiration. There are certain people who get inspired to live holy lives, better lives, coming from the high road, from the highest road, from the most noble of intentions. And then there are those who are not living as a, a lofty a, a thought. Um, and then there's something that everybody can get. Now, Chazal call, our sages call the Jewish people filled with mitzvahs. As a general rule, Jews who have some connection to Torah mitzvahs do many, many mitzvahs. Everyone here in this room prays, kosher, you know, Shabbos. Important. It's filled with mitzvahs. But, you know, that's being a Jew. That's being a Jew who believes in Hashem. You can do, we can do... Now, if we would realize, you know, I, I, I just, I can't tell you, I'm in deep, I, just, I mentioned, I started learning some of the, you know, when I turned, uh, when I turned four Lester, started learning more of the Kabbalistic, you know, and you learn how high the soul is, how holy we are, you know, it's unbelievable, our potential. You know, we, if, we, if we would realize, each one of us, how, what our potential is, it's mind-boggling. Right, you know, so we could coast, and you could be a. If you're already in the camp of Torah, you're in the camp of mitzvahs. You're already in great shape. Right, each one of us should feel very good that after 120 years, we're we're going to be doing great. Yeah, please God, really, you mean people coming to a class Wednesday night is great. Torah, great, but there's so high that we can reach. There's so much that we could accomplish if we put our minds to it. If we put our minds to it. To, to be greatness, you got to put your mind to it. And that's not a pun. That's a reality. Our minds. Not the rabbi's mind. Not our best friend or spouse's mind. Uh, our minds. The only way we can be personally great, personally great means to tap in the tremendous potential we all have, is if we put our minds to it. So, there's Shalmei Hadas. The highest level of contemplation is Tilam Ha'ara. What's the inspiration to have that spark, to have that push, to have that desire for greatness? Lahem, a person who's of uh, uh, this highest level of inspiration, they're clear. They're clear. Haroi that you know what, the only thing that's really important, it's really important, is spiritual perfection. Right? The only thing that's really... Now, I don't particularly care for people who are into their bodies. I don't care. They sit there, you know, 
this, or if they're a lady, they have to look slim and slender, also muscular, right? I really doesn't speak to me because, you know, your body will atrophy and it's temperate. Nothing wrong with being healthy and being in shape, I think. But, if you, but one thing I, I appreciate when I watch such people is when they, these weightlifters or people, their models, whatever gender they may be, their body is their desire. Like they watch to eat, how they sleep, what they do. I mean, it's like literally obsession. It, they, they obsess, they, every bite they take, like literally every bite they take, they'll, 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 they'll count their calories. They'll, you know, they, it's, in a, it, it's a focus to have this great body or physique or, right? So uh, that happens to be silly when you think about it. It really doesn't make a difference. Most of them I feel bad for because uh, they have very low self-esteem. Their whole, their whole self-esteem is their body. And not all, but many of them, that's not the case. You know, if they gain four pounds, like life is over, or, you know, it's, 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 it's a sad life at some things. You know, if you're a lady, I feel bad for you because no one cares about your soul. They only cares about your body. I mean, it's like, it's not, they don't care about you. You're, you're talking about objectified. You're totally, that is what you are. Right? It becomes your, who you are. Um, but there's something to be said about having a singular focus. Well, lahavdil, on a complete opposite, a much higher and holy level, is when you realize that shlemus, that intrinsically to be a, to be a perfect person, is you're re- rewarded tremendously in this world. You live a great life, a balanced life, a happy life, a life where you're in control of your emotions, a life where you walk on this world passionate and excited, where people appreciate who you are because of that, First and foremost, the people you're closest to, because they see that and they resonate resonate with that. Right? And certainly in the world to come, right, you are the top of the line. And you know why the top of the line? It's not even you know it's har mitzvah mitzvah the word mitzvah mitzvah, but the the essence of the world to come is who we are. And a person who lives a whole shlemus life, a life of per- spiritual perfection, is that their essence is the world to come. They are in by essence. Extremely healthy. So when you're, when you're a person who has that focus, everything they do is going to, they're going to question, will this bring me closer to spiritual perfection or will it bring me farther away? Will this lead me to where I need to be? Or will it lead me farther away? And by the way, it's not always so easy because you've got to put your mind to it. Because <laughs> when you have your family or you have children, you have obligations, you know, I you know recently I, I told I, I bring someone to my office to help them. And like you ever hear of transference? Mm-hmm. I'm like all of a sudden it, it transferred to me. I became the enemy. I was like, whoa! I'd say that by the way. I just say I kept my calm, smiled. You know, I'm thinking that the person's gonna kill me. I had nothing to do with it. You know, it's like literally transference uh, to to me. So you know, I, I you know I realized that, and I didn't take it personal at all. But I can tell you, like here I, I, at some of I started to feel like, why are they attacking me? You know, what did I do? I'm helping them, right? Uh, but but I, I said, listen, this is what I have to deal with for my, for my own sake. And I, and I can tell you I failed plenty of these times in these type of things. But, you know, when you realize it, you know, if I get upset, not only will I not help this person, I won't help me. If I, you know, if I, let's say I don't think I get the person, what are you just screaming at me for? I, I brought you in here to help you. You know, that, that helped the person? No, I wouldn't have helped the person. And it wouldn't have had me, made me a better person, right? So, you know, when, you're, when your goal, when your goal is spiritual perfection, you know, just like an athlete will watch how they sleep and they eat, the bottle of a person, you'll watch what's bringing me 
closer to Hashem and farther to Hashem. That's Rishalmi Hadas. When you realize there's nothing better, and there, there is not, and there is nothing better. It is nothing that a person could be more successful in this world than the next than to be a spiritually perfect person or or to strive for spiritual perfection. There's nothing uh, as bad. That's what a person should desire. That's what a person should want. Right? And nothing else, and you really ponder it, you really contemplate it, is truly uh, rewarding. Now actually we have a few musicians, Mrs. Fagan, Sklovsky. Now when you're a musician, help me out over here. Right? How do you become a good musician? Practice. Practice and? Well, not only practice. You have to have technique, right? You have to work on your, what, you're, what you're doing, right? There's certain things that probably ruin your mindset for music, right? You have to have a mind for music. Am I, is that, am I right? I'm, I'm assuming. I, I took piano lessons for two weeks. I quit. I can't, uh, I really can't, come. I, I, had no, I had no passion for it at all. Uh, nothing personal. I wanted to play basketball when I was a little kid. I was like, what am I doing? He said, like, you know, like this. Like, Let me out of here, right? Uh, my, my siblings took it a lot longer. They were very good, actually. But, uh, but you need technique, right? You need passion. Anything else? Good ear. <laughs> good ear? Is there a way to get a better yeah, ear? ear? Is there a way to get better ear? You could work on that probably, right? Yeah. Right? And if you're a musician, could you tell when somebody's off-key? Yeah. Right? You could probably... probably um, uh, hi. Do you, can you tell when people are singing off key also? Okay, make sure I, when I, if I ever dive in, I know who's in the room. Uh, um, so, you know, but you realize when you're in music, does it bother you? When you're off key, does it bother you? Yeah. If you're a musician, you realize you're off key? No. What? According to my teachers, not always. Not always. <laughs> but if you did, you'd bother you, right? Because you feel that music's off, right? No, I'm, not, I'm just trying, you know. So a person, when they realize that they're off, it should bother them, right? It should it should bother them, right? Now, sometimes in life we're forced if we're off in our. You know, I, I, I we'll get to actually later in the book to anger. I will never forget this. I was once in Israel, and there was a, there was on a tour with my family. It's like my in laws, my actually my in laws, and there is all in this area up north. There's lots of tours going on there. And somebody got into a fight with their tour guide. And he was screaming. And I looked at this lady afterwards. I thought she was possessed. I, like, and, and I saw her a half hour later. And I could see her like, decompressing. Like, you know, like, she still had like, a, like a face like, her, like, a, if she, like, a, like a wild dog. Like, 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 like literally her blood was like pumping through her body. I, I was like, whoa, I feel bad for this lady. You know? And then I saw her, I did, we went for this tour, I saw her like two hours later, she was still upset, but not as upset. It mean, wait, you can imagine spending two hours being like that? That's terrible. What a waste. What a waste of your blood pressure. What a waste of two hours of your life. You know? So you, sometimes you have that reality. You get into, uh, you get into a fight, you, you're sad. No one likes to be sad, you feel it. You feel, you know, if you think negatively, you will feel Feel your mistake. You will feel your mistake. You know, and that's it, it, you will. You will. There'll be a reality easy to feel if you're in a fight with your spouse or your children 
or you, you make a, a poor decision which you, which you hit you immediately, that's, you have immediate consequences to that. But there are other things. You don't dive in with kavana. If you're spiritual, you'll feel it. You'll say, how did I bench like that? Like, I just said bracha. It's like, why did I do it like that? You know, and the more spiritual you are, like, I could have benched with kavana. You know, I, I could have, you know, once in a while, don't, I, somebody I, I watched bench, I'd say, why did I bench like that? You know, I don't remember this person. I should bench like that. Like, I should bench like that. And, you know, I, I, I love this story that Rabbi Elia Lapian, and Rabbi Elia Lapian was, the, was a great Balmaser. He was the founder of Mashkech Kvarsidim, was in London, and in Gateshead. It had been in Lithuania, uh, in Kelman, and tells. So in London, I mentioned this before, but it's such an unbelievable story. London was being bombed in the summer of 1940. Right, the Blitzkrieg was slant, slant, you know, the, the Luftwaffe was attacking London. Right? Thank God Churchill came in and saved the country. Uh, so he's one stop in Mincha in the middle, and they start to bomb. And they, they, they're all running to the bomb shelter. And he, and he comes down, he was so upset. He said, I, he said, I can't believe I dived in such a quick Mincha. I didn't dive Now, of course, there was, they were being bombed by, by German planes. But he felt. To him, not having a mincha was like getting into a fight with that person and being angry for two hours. That's how it felt to him. And he felt what it meant not to have a good mincha. Right? Do you know what that means? It means for a person who's looking to be connected to Hashem, how they daven, are they, are they, are, they're not just that they're nice to their, are they, are how nice they are to people. They feel it. You know, and how giving they are. And they're calibrated. Not in an OCD way, by the way. I'm not talking about being OCD and nervous and uncomfortable. That's not healthy. Right? I'm talking about in a healthy, balanced way. Right? At their level, at their, there's a feeling of what's really important. What really makes, what, what's really worth it to put our energy uh, into. For once a person's clear what's really important in light, in life, Right? And it means that what's really important is good deeds, mitzvahs, and good, tra- good character traits, right? And being a good person, and being a, being a mensch, being a, a good person, having good character traits, being a, 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 a person of decency and kindness and goodness and caring and happy. And positive, right? And and calm, calm, right? Being a calm person, being calm is good. There are, time, there are times you have to be heated. There are some, but generally, our general default in everything in life should be calm. Should be should be should be relaxed in life. Not not lethargic, not careless, not carefree, but you know, or Zelik Pliskin. Because if anyone ever wants to read great books, he has great books. My all-time favorite book of his, Gateway to Happiness. I'll tell you, I read that book for years before I went to sleep. P- parts of that book. Years I read it. It's such a good book. So he talks about serene zerizus, serene alacrity. In doing things quickly and with spark, it was people calmly. And every single person in Russia, like, you know, like you feel like you're getting away, like, you know, like, 
<laughs> see, I scared me my acting. Can you imagine if you see such a person? Like, you ever see people like Manhattan, like they're walking in Manhattan, and that's like you think like like like, the, like there's like nine eleven government's happening, like they're walking like like like, you know, like they look uncalm. They it's it's, it's unhealthy, right? Uh, so you need to be do things quickly but calmly. So a person realizes, oh, this is what this, this is what's important. By the way, in marriage, in relationships, as a parent, as a friend, right, as a child, as a sibling, right, when you focus on Midas Tovas, you get into much fewer fights, <laughs> squabbles, you're, you take, you're much less sensitive to people, and the negative sensitivity, where you're overly sensitive. You know why? Because what's important to you is being a good person. When you focus on that, your life is so much better. And you know what happens? The people around you are so much better. Because you know what happens when someone's a bum, or somebody's a bad person, or somebody's an angry person, or somebody's a nervous person, or somebody's an unfriendly person? It spreads to the people around them. So not only do you help yourself, but you help everyone around you. If your focus is on me, this Toivus, you will change yourself, you will change your family, you will change everyone around you. Because that's what it means, I mean, told us, you fix yourself and the greatest rewards in the world to come because you're an other mashalim, you're, you're a complete person. But in this world, it has a tremendous impact on how you deal with people, how you deal with, and how people deal with you. And therefore, when you realize that mitzvahs, somebody was in my office, they gave me a donation on Sunday, they told me they live for a donation. I was like, that's great. That's unbelievable. You know what it means? You know what it means? That's loving mitzvahs. You know, some people, they live for their vacation. Some people, they live for the vacation. And some people live for mitzvahs. You, you realize this is life. This is, you know, if you give $1,000 and you spend it, you know, going to L.A. for a weekend and you had lots of pizza and you gained four pounds, you know, you know it, so you gain weight. And the vacation's over. You get $10,000 in tzedakah. That's forever. That's forever. I'm not saying, by the way, there's a time and place to go on vacation. Also important, especially, you know, families very often need the quality time. I'm not knocking that. But you have to realize, like, what's, that's a medium. The mitzvah is the bottom line, right? You know, the mitzvah, I don't, I exercise. You know, I, I go, I try to, and I'm not always successful, but I try to go on the treadmill in my house. Once or twice a week. I wouldn't call, oh, I went on the treadmill. I go on the treadmill so I have strength to dive in <laughs> to be happy. But the, the, my bottom line is not the treadmill. The treadmill is important, right? Or whatever exercise I can squeeze in, right, is important. But I live for the treadmill. The world, you live for the treadmill. No, I, I use a treadmill to, to be able to, you know, dive in, have, be able to focus my learning. Well, in person, I live for vacation, you're living for the treadmill, Okay. <laughs> You, now, you may say the vacation is great for my family, so you should live for your family. That's, I mean, that's an investment. Family is an investment. It's not the vacation. The vacation is a treadmill. That's all it is. And treadmill is important. You've got to be in shape. You've got to be wholesome. But you've got to know what's important when a person realizes, is cognizant, and aware of what's really important. That's what they'll focus on. Meisim, uh, toivim, good deeds. Midas, toivos, good character traits. Vada usually swats me. You don't gonna want to leave any of them. You're not gonna want to lose them, right? You're not gonna miss Wednesday night next week. How can it do it? Someone's gonna invite you. They're gonna rate it. No. Can't miss it, right? What? 
I'm davening. Somebody, I gotta daven. You know, I gotta, I gotta, that's what I gotta do. I have a daily, you know, Sunday morning, some of the ladies still do Tillam, 10 o'clock, 10 a.m., 10 a.m. Tillam. Yes, we're doing it. So it invites you to go out for 8 45. If that's now, it's 84, 845. From 845 to 10. Changed. Yeah. So oh. we always did it 9 to 10. Oh, 9 to 10, okay. That's right, I spoke like about it. we started doing it a little, a little early. Early. Okay, so if you're part of that's the mitzvah. You so want, that gave us class about the healings. Okay, beautiful. So if that's your mitzvah, you shouldn't give it up. <laughs> that's something you're committed to. You've got to be really, really off the charts to, you know, yeah, that's what you're doing. You have a chnasis orachim. I, I mentioned last week, that I'm, I'm reading the book with Sima for our time of Rabbi Arya Levine, a tzaddik in our time. Rabbi Arya Levine, if he didn't have guests, would go onto the streets and look for guests on Shabbos. He looked for guests. He looked. He couldn't imagine not sharing his Shabbos with other people. He went out in Dresden, that means outside, to the gas, to the street, and looked for people. And you know how he felt? If he had somebody, oh, like Avram Avinu. Avram Avinu is that reality. Avram Avinu, when he's on his third day after a bris milah, and he's, how old is he? 99. 99, okay, let's make sure. If not, I gotta get a chazer chomesh over here. 99 years old. You know, you know what, a 99 year old third day? People of bris at that age, you're knocked out for a long time. You can't, like weeks, you can be knocked out. 99 years old, you can be really knocked out. He can't. He was he was so driven he couldn't imagine. He could, him having guests giving Torah sharing Hashem was such an essence. It was such a reality towards him that you can't imagine. You know I I, I you know I have to go to Dallas in a few weeks. And I'll tell you what, I, I I'm making my flights. My wife was encouraging me as well because she, she, she's a tzaddikist. And one flight to be very convenient to make sure I try to get minion. You know I can't you know and I'll tell you the truth if I missed minion. Not to my dolphin, I'm talking about minion. You know, I would have felt like, you know, I would have felt chaser. You know, it's not the same mincha. What is chaser mean? Not lacking. Lacking. Good question. Lacking. Now, you got to feel if you missed out on something, you know, I, I, I mean, it's, it's, it wouldn't happen. It should never, but if I missed my Friday night meal, Shabbos, I think we'd all feel this. Like, I missed Friday night. It's not the same. Yerusuda, right? That should be the goal is to fill up with all mitzvahs. We could, if we met Friday night and we fell asleep and woke up, we were like, oh my goodness. Or if we just did something else, not gonna, we feel like, how did I miss my Friday night suda? Right? And, but with a person, the more we don't want to miss something that connects us to Hashem. That's our essence. That is. And the more we focus on this, the more we'll, we'll have it. Um, oh my, so. Um, it's you, we have clarity, and we'll, we'll, we'll do it. Right? So if we, if we, if we, if we lax, excuse me, or if we relax with them, or we do things haphazardly, so we'll never get shleimus in this. You know, it, it, you know, if we don't put our mind to it, if we don't push ourselves in this thing, then we're not going to get there, right? Because it's, if it's not that important. Right? It won't be. It won't. Be, it won't get done. Things which are not important don't get done. It's not that important to us. It's not valued. It's not. You know. I always say, if you if you come into shul, you know, you get dressed up for shul because if something's important, you get dressed up. 
You know, you know, I, if you come, people come to show basketballs or with their secular books. I, I, one time a lady came and did her taxes. The show, I said, get out of the show. Honestly, it's not the fact that it's disrespectful to the show. If you view the show as the place you do your taxes in, you're not going to be a spiritual person in the show. You come, somebody sent me today a link. I thought this was great of a guy, a Jewish a, a Gentile in Ohio, when he got put on a suit to see his first nephew. It was like a viral video. And you saw this already? Somebody said in this video. I thought it was great. You know what that means? No. A Gentile. A Gentile. A non-Jew. A guy. Nice nishtayid. Not a Jew. So the guy put on a suit. You know what that means? He, he was taking it seriously. It's his nephew. He said, he said he didn't want to be in pictures 20 years later with his nephew wearing a t-shirt. His first nephew comes there. You know, I, I once saw this story. It's half of a fellow. But it says a lot that when, when um, the Kapishat Tzarebo was a very, very holy Jew. He was a Jew who was known as a tremendous tzaddik in Vienna before the Holocaust. Then he lived in New York. Uh, Rabban Kala loved him. So he went, he, 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 had, he had one of his children, grandchildren, one of his grandchildren married Shlomo Zaman Arbach's children. So or his great-grandchild, Shlomo grandchild, I forget how it went exactly. They were, they were in marriage. The commissioner was about 25, 30 years older than Rev. Shlomo Zalman Arbach. Uh, so uh, so he, he went to visit Rev. Shlomo Zalman Arbach. And uh, on the way back, um, yeah, Shlomo Zalman Arbach walked him, walked him out. And the, I think it was like this, that Shlomo Zalman Arbach was sitting... Oh, no, no, no. Whatever it was, I think it was, Shlomo, it was, it was worried about the bus stop. Pishu Rebbe was standing, and Shlomo Zaman Arbach insisted to give him a chair, and, and, and he was standing. Whatever the, I think, I think, I, I'm trying to listen to the details, but it, the point was, Pishu Rebbe said, why was it so important? He says, how could I, you know, if, I, if it would be that the, the Rebbe has to stand, he's 90 years old, and I'm, and I'm sitting, it wouldn't look good. It wouldn't look good. If it doesn't look good to people, it doesn't look good to me. Is he felt he had a camera on him always, right? It was always a feeling of, how is this going to make me, you know, how is this, what is, what's the essence of what I'm doing? Now, if you come into shul, dress like a weekday, then the shul's a mundane place. You come to your Shabbos table, you're wearing your pajamas, well, then it's not a Shabbos table. <laughs> it's just not, it's just not, you know. Uh, <laughs> I got, I'm going to remind you that now, now you're on tape. Yeah. For posterity, right? It's a different reality. And every, if we do things half-baked, you know, if we run into davening, if we give tzedakah and we just don't, don't, don't think about it, if we have guests and we don't, we don't put our time, whatever it may be, the things that we work on, things that were machshed, the things that are important, that's how they become to uh, shlemus. And really, if you, if, you, if you take things not seriously, or you don't put, invest in it, or you let things go loosely, um, a person will end up being uh, lacking in shlemus. Uh, so a person who's a shalmi hadas will look in every single way to do it in its best way. Right? In every single way, we'll look that there should be no 
nothing lacking in that shlemus. The, the mitzvah should be perfect. You know, um, uh, you go to, so let's, let's pick Shabbos. There, the Gemara talks about people would shop all week for Shabbos. So you can go to parts every day. You, know, you, have, you open up seven, six days a week. You, get, you go to parts, you, you buy things, something special for Shabbos. You know, you get, you get some babka, you get... Bamba. 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 Prigat. Right? You get some burrata. Whatever, baby. You, gotta, you invest in Shabbos. You know, you take a shower for Shabbos, you wear Shabbos clothes, you set the table ahead of time, you do Zemir. You want to have Shabbos, you can do Shabbos. You know, I, I mentioned this story that I, I, that I, went, I once had a boy who had first Shabbos. He grew up completely, totally reformed. And I had a what to do with him as um, years ago. So he, had, he grew up in, in a community called Scranton, Pennsylvania, right outside. He had one, like, very quasi-Orthodox friend, he told me. So he once went to Shabbos. But this is his first Shabbos in his life. He, was just, he slept in my house. He did it a few times, and actually today is largely Orthodox. Uh, so uh, this is many years ago. So he says to me, he gets to my house for Shabbos. He says, okay, when are we playing Monopoly? I said to him, what? So, yeah, I went to my friend's house. And they play Monopoly every Shabbos. I said, my friend, you're in for a big surprise at Shabbos. <laughs> you're in for a big... You think Shabbos is playing Monopoly? You think I'm going to play Monopoly at Shabbos? You know, Shabbos, I play Monopoly. I to go to Boardwalk and Park Place. Right, that's what Shabbos is. I said, no wonder you're story form. Who wants to be... You could become more... You keep Shabbos to play Monopoly. You can play Monopoly, you can play Monopoly on Wednesday. Or Tuesday, or Monday, you know. But like, do you ever try chill until like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? You can't eat it. It's a different. It tastes gross. And I can. I tell my wife always, no leftovers. You know. It's a, <laughs> I'm joking. I, 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 no, but shop. You, you, what's the essence of Shabbos? You want to live Shabbos. You want Shabbos to be real. You got to make it real. You got to invest in it. You don't just do Shabbos, right? You have a bracha. You, I'm telling you right now, you say a bracha, a shahakal, you say a shahakal with kavana, it changes your life. The whole world is from God. You focus on that, you're uplifted. You as you're, as you're, as you're looking at your, your strawberry or your, 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 your uh, Samsung universe, you're not, that bracha didn't affect you one iota. <laughs> not one iota. Right? It's to say, you know, uh, there's what Shlemus, a person that's important, will look to do everything they can to make it, you know, the best. Um, they won't be complacent and they're concerned that the, to be done correctly, that it should be just right. Because it's important to them. Because and you know what? It's not even a struggle. You know why? When you're passionate about something, when you desire something, right? You want it. It's not. It's not hard. You think Avram Avinu was hard for him? You think Arya Levine was hard for him? It was what they wanted. <laughs> you think it's hard when a person cares about davening? It's what they want. Right? If you desire, I remember Lahav the officer when I was going back. I played basketball younger. I didn't care. I, I played two hours a day. My coach killed us because I wanted to be a good basketball player. You know, I ran, I don't know how many laps. I didn't know how many push-ups. I, I didn't, it didn't bother me. It's what I wanted. I, was not, I, can't, I can't say that was the smartest thing to want at age 15 and 16. But at that point in my life, I, you know, 
besides other things, you know, and Shabbos and kosher, I did all that, but it's, I, mean, I think about Shlemus, unfortunately not at that age, right, you know, but at that age, that, and I didn't make a difference, you know, when at 17 things changed, but at that point, 15, uh, you, know, you know, I kept Shabbos, and I kept kosher, I brought us, you know, blah, 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 blah. you know, learn Gemara, but I wasn't, I think, this is the most important, when you want something, when you desire, the first thing to know, if you want it, if you realize, and you've, it's not just one, people want a lot of things. When you realize, when you're clear, when you have clarity, that there's nothing better, there's nothing more important, and you can get what, you can, you can, you can achieve this. Fuma Shlomo, right? Ahmelech Allah Shlomo said, Asher Adam Efakatan, praise of a person who's constantly uh, fearful. Chazal say, Chazal said, the Gemara says in Brachas, it's a sin to be a nervous person. It's a sin! It's a sin to walk around being a, a fraidy cat. Scared of life. Scared of people. Nervous and anxious. That's sinful. Nothing less. It's a sinful, it's a sinful reality. Now, a person should have, you know, a certain amount of concern about things, not to do d- dumb things, not to be careless and reckless. That's not being walking around. But going around worried about all crazy types of things is, is a sinful reality. But the Gemara says, Asher Adam praise it is a person who's constantly fearful. So the Gemara asks, what does that mean? Didn't you just say it's a sin? And then what the Gemara says, it's important and good to be praised if you're worried about your spirituality. To be worried about your spiritual life, that's to be praised. If a person has that uh, has that, then you're on the right track. Therefore, the Ramachal says that the highest level of this lofty people, the people who care about per- personal spiritual greatness, Rabbi, is, those people, they scared. I mean, they wanted to be close to Hashem because they scared. That's what I'm thinking about. What do you mean? Uh, they have two kinds. To be religious, I mean, to, to, to be close to Hashem. Right. Okay, one, you want it, okay, from your bare heart, because you're doing that from your heart. And the other part, you you have some fear, dying. Or oh, okay, we're going to get to that. That's oh, not that. That's, okay. We're going to get to that. Not this week. Oh, okay. We're all going to get to that. <laughs> we're talking, yeah, yeah. No, you're right. And you're right. And actually, the, the author will talk about But we're talking about a person who... They're doing things because they realize the value of it, yeah. and if they're not, and because they, they realize the value, when they're not doing it, it bothers them, and their desire is to to do it. And right, and you're right. Actually, he's going to talk the types of of yira, a fear of even God. There's uh, there's different. There's there's fear of of hell. Some people oh, that's a lower level. There's 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 other types of fears as well, right? There's fear of punishment. There's fear of, you know, you know I, don't, I, hate, I don't know, pick on Sephardim. Sometimes, you, you know, you get some Sephardi raw. You don't do this, God's going to curse you and your business is going to go bad. Like, I'm not saying it's not true. If you break Shabbos and maybe you don't have the blessing of Shabbos, but that's a low-level fear. You should keep Shabbos not because your business is going to go bad. You should keep Shabbos because Shabbos is a belief in Hashem. Right? You keep Shabbos, you believe in Hashem. You keep, Shabbos is an affirmation of Hashem. When we say Shabbos is Makora Bracha, Shabbos starts a Bracha, <laughs> that's a side benefit. The real reason to keep Shabbos is because it's Shabbos. Because Shabbos makes you close to Hashem, and Shabbos reminds you there's Hashem. That's why you keep Shabbos. You tell, so there's lots of levels that a person could do, right? So we'll get to those fear, different types of fears. And they're all true. 
But we're now we're at the we're at, we're at the top of the line over here. We're a person who who's who's we're, who wants to be. And by the way, nobody is perfect. No one's perfect. It's, it's the desire for that. It's the goal of that. It's the, it's the focus on that. And the highest level of that focus is yirasachet, to fear sin. Because if you to fear sin, it's meshubach That's the the most praised. It's not just your your general path. You're scared of that one thing which will trigger you negatively. I'm not talking. About, not even talking about. You know. Uh, you know, to go to an area, to, to go somewhere where it's going to, you're going to go, but you're going to be, you know, it, that, that something is going to trigger you to, to keep Shabbos less, to do blessings less, to be not as nice, to, uh, to dress more promiscuous if you're a lady, or, or to be, whatever it may be, it's your scared of the sin itself. It, 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 because when you realize that what a sin is, it blocks you from spirituality. It blocks you from closeness. Uh, I should have no, no clue, no, no, anything of of a never. You know why? Because sins and sinful behavior, uh, it brings a person away from their goal. If you have a goal, you have a focus. Things that bring you away from that, you want to stay for. You're scared to do it. Right? You're fearful. To do it, you know, you, you want you focus on what you want or what you need. You can't, you don't want to get anywhere near it, right? Whether it's a person, whether it's a place, whether it's uh, you know a, a reality. If, if something is going to bring you down, you want to stay as far as possible. What about the Yitzhara? It's not easy. It's very hard. The Yitzhara. What about the Yitzhara? He's always there. He's always there, right? So. It's not so easy to like, get away from all that stuff. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to get to the Sahara. Um, but uh, the, the, there's, a, there's a remarkable Chazal that says, and the Sahara comes, when you have an act of foolishness. And the Sahara comes when we lose focus. As long as you're focused, now you may have slips, everyone has slips. But as long as you're focused, you'll end up where you're supposed to be. You know, the, the Chazal compare the Yitzhahara to a fly. It's compared to a fly. So I always say, you ever see a person with a fly? You ever know, see a person with a fly? They can be doing the most important thing in the world. They could be having the most intense... Uh, fly. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I see, I've seen this. I'm sure you've all seen this. Also, the guys do something important. Like, Start fly, and they start chasing after fly. Like, they get on, I've seen people like get on chairs. Like they're looking for this. I mean, they were in the middle of doing something important. Also, they're on a chair and they're trying to swat the fly. And they're looking here and they're looking there. You know, a, fl- a little fly could take your parents. So it's a hard what it tries to do to make you lose focus. But if you're unfocused, it's hard. I can't touch you. Well, the minute you're focused, if you uh, you know, the minute a person's focused, I can tell you one thing. I say this without without, without blinking. If any of us learn muster every day. And stay on focus. Nothing to scare the Yitzhar. Siyat the Shmaya. It's when we lose focus when the Yitzhar comes in. When we no longer have our priorities straight, the Yitzhar comes in. But we're, we're focused and sort of we have to dive in and, and, you know, and pass our, our big test. But in general, the Yitzhar gets people who are lack of focus. That's how the Yitzhar comes in. Uh, but we'll get to the Yitzhar. That's jumping ahead. The Alzeh Amru Chazal, Derech Mashal, metaphorically, our sages told us, in the world to come, everyone will be singed 
singed from the chuppah, from the the uh, the, the olam hapa of their friends. Why? Because they'll look at this. Wow, look at this person in olam hapa. This is a ter- in the eternal world. It's not because of jealousy. Not because of jealousy. Ashatibo Barakma says jealousy uh, is, is uh, of people of lo- who are of lower perception. Kamosha Ektav, as we'll discuss later on in chapter 11 in, in the Sefer, in Chilak Yudalif, of a Chaseriadas. Alivnei Ritzosu Kamas Chashmash says, in Shemai, when you see somebody ahead of you, you're going to say, they had more Shlemus, which means I had less Shlemus. You'll feel bad, not because of jealousy, because I could have done more for of who I am, right? You know, I, I, should, you know, I should be. I, I'm feeling myself. It doesn't make a difference to anyone else, right? It doesn't make a difference to anyone else. You know, I mean, in this world, we'll get to jealousy. This person has more money, this or less money. It's not really up to us. It's really God's job in the world. But our shlemus, we are judged and determined based on our own potential. Nobody else. You know, you know we're judged against? Us. <laughs> Nobody else, you know. They 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 they, they say over uh, that uh, they say over a couple of say they sort of Zusha and other people that also Zusha to say in Shemaim they're not going to ask me in heaven they're not going to ask me was there Moshe Rabbeinu they're going to ask you was I Reb Zusha the question they're going to ask me is was I Reb Zusha and that's the question I will ask each one of us is look at were you the person you could and should have been. Did you become the individual you could and should have been in this world? And when in Shemayim you see people above, that doesn't mean it's not because of you. They're not ahead of you. It means they hit more Shlemus and you could have been there had you worked on yourself. There's nobody here. We're all equal. <laughs> right? Shlemus is what we do of what we could do. Right? Some people are born into easier situations, difficult situations. Some people have born with, you know, things to overcome, personal issues, personal challenges. And so God judges us and expects for us based on the package that we're dealt with, right? No one here is the same, but all of us have this opportunity to exclaim it's based on who we are. Uh, this is the first group. If you have this person has this hashkafas hachayim, this worldview, Certainly, you'll have that spark if you're if you realize and your focus and your desire is to be a person who's shalom. That's what you, the glasses you look at this world. Sunny glasses, no sunny, right? That person has this world. That's their focus. Then certainly they'll have the spark to serve Hashem. Next week we'll pick up with group number two, number three, which will, whether we're, what we learn from all groups, there's all things to teach us. This is the highest group. This should be our goal. Thank you.